0: There. Oh, hey yeah, but we really never get the yeah, intro right. We fuck it up all the
2: time. You gotta write this down. <laughs> this feels right to me.
0: Sarah from hey, yes, it's that, hey, it's playing. We're all good.
2: It's a podcast, not a cast. But hey, phrase every day. She'll make you say, Oh my God. Oh
0: you can leave the water. How many times on have, have you
2: heard this? A, a million. So maybe Teddy beats. It's
0: yes. When you get your, when you take over Fox and Friends, you have got to have Teddy Beats do your intro song.
2: I Even if I don't take over any show, I want to have an intro song.
0: You're already a rock star.
2: I would just want a song like that. I wake up in the morning, I'd turn a song like that on. Your
0: own anthem. Get out
2: of the shower, have a song. like.
0: Uh, no problem. I'll hook you up. Teddy right. Beats. Good to know. Uh, you guys, welcome to the Hey for H podcast. I am so excited. Cabot Phillips is here, who is a friend. He is also the media director at Campus Reform. We'll talk about what that is. You're a conservative activist. I love that. Everyone just logged off Facebook. (laughs) Hear me out. Hear
2: me out, people. Our
0: whole audience is gone. Um, And you are also, I was reading this about you, having you as you a guest, you have like a hundred million views on YouTube. Yeah. Crazy. That is because the other big claim to fame, this is like your second time on this podcast. It is. The first time you were on this podcast, you and your brother and sister had gone viral with 24 million views for you guys convinced your sister, who had um, her wisdom teeth out, that there was a zombie apocalypse.
2: We did. Convinced her uh, of a lot of things, that, <laughs> that her, her pets were dying, that my family was stranded in Mexico, and all, all sorts of things. And I get a call, and uh, they say, hey, have you heard of Sarah Hey phrase And I was like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Let's make it happen. And it was it was it was a live one. There's a live audience for that.
0: Live audience show at DC Improv. Mm -hmm. And then of course I run into you at Fox Five because you're you're a contributor. Now what are you? Are you a national contributor with Fox News?
2: I am not a contracted employee, but I I go on different shows mainly for Fox News, um, giving commentary on millennial perspective on current events, mainly talking about the free speech battle. Going on in America today, um, but I, try I love do- it.
0: Who's winning, by the way? Who's winning?
2: No one wins when it's <laughs> under attack. That's what we're trying to do get get it open for everyone. But trying to broaden broaden out, do you know CNN headline news, other networks like that, to try and get you know as big uh, an audience as possible to try and get you know more ideas.
0: Well, look, we're going to cover uh-huh. everything, okay? From Kanye West being number one currently on iTunes. I guess no one canceled him. You know, everyone's. Yeah. In love with him. Uh, But anyway, I want to talk about it all with you because I really respect you. Like, every time I've seen you, you're always very, I think, sensible, level-headed. And the last time I saw you, we were having a discussion. I think it was actually before the election. It may have been election
2: night or debate night. Was
0: it election night?
2: It was one of those. It was either debate night or election night. Oh, it
0: was debate night. And you, okay, at the time, though, you were not a Trump supporter.
2: So I worked for Marco Rubio the presidential campaign, right? And so there were a lot of hard feelings there, you know. When oh you yeah, work, sure, because
0: that was the whole little Rubio, we were right? were little Marco, little we Marco. Were.
2: And uh, were you and...
0: so mad when he like said that bullshit? Were you guys like, was Marco Rubio so pissed?
2: See, I I don't can't speak for Marco. I know me personally. I was like, really, this is childish. Like, come on, it, it's just name calling. Like, what does this do? And I understand now, like, that's kind of his stick. His whole like, that's his, his, his tactic. Whole appeal is to kinda of have these these quick one liners. So there was definitely some hard feelings at the time where I'm I was, you know, it's kinda of like uh it's like you're in a I don't know it's like your favorite basketball team loses. You don't wanna all of a sudden start cheering for the team that beat you. Even right. if you know, you know it's like it's it takes a little time to come around. So uh I'm I'm, you know, I don't agree all the time or disagree all the time. I'm kind of evolving when it comes to for the Trump Republican. Yeah, we can get into that. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Well, you
0: know, I mean, everyone comes to this show because I'm so well-versed on policy. Like, no, I just, I'm also fascinated by, you know, I've been caught in the Twitter mob when I went through that that whole situation and went viral with, with the Michael Brown, uh, uh, you know, discussion. You were so nice. You know, you reached out to me and uh, you were basically like, look, you know, ignore all the hate, you know. and um, But I'm fascinated by the Twitter mob. I'm fascinated by, it is this kind of funny thing of like, are we Is our free speech being like, you know, under attack, but then at the same time, you know, are we going to tolerate hateful statements? It's hard yeah. to, like, I, where is it at?
2: I think that the tough thing when it comes to, to dialogue in general is that no one really knows how to disagree with each other anymore um, because... Right?
0: Why is that? Why is that? Like, you're in it every day. Why do you think I, it's so hard?
2: I think one thing, it's, it's easier to live a life where you don't have to be surrounded by ideas that make you uncomfortable. It's easier. It's easier to find people, surround yourself with people that are just going to fire you up because what it does is it validates your opinion. And so you think, hey, I found this this famous person that's speaking out on TV or whatever. I found, you know, this podcaster. I found this author. They agree with me. I must be smart because I hold this belief and other smart people agree with me. So you just seek out those people. And when you do see people you disagree with, it's easier to discount them than to have to actually process what they're saying and have like a a debate with them oh, you're and right. have a discussion because that takes work. That takes the possibility you could be wrong. I think Americans and as a whole are horrified of being proven wrong, and so and it's it's me too. About it's every what? Person. About
0: anything? About about politics? About, about policy? What?
2: About anything? Anything serious mostly. I think polarizing issues for the most part. Um, where okay. p- people don't want to be proven wrong. And if you're going into a debate unwilling to change your mind or unwilling to accept that, hey, I could be proven wrong here. I could lose this debate.
0: That does suck, yeah. It's
2: gonna yeah, and it sucks. It's gonna end with with just you name calling and yelling and, and that's when that's when you get the Twitter mob going and you get people that first of all, also social media is a whole new ball game where it's people can hide behind their, you know, their anonymous accounts and and yell and rile you up and then say things they would never say to your face because they know that, you know, they'd catch a, a Sarah slap to the face if they said anything to you
0: (laughs) yeah right i was like (laughs) i never felt that kind of wrath i was fucking hiding i was like look i apologize to everybody what do you guys want like two weeks Two weeks. I've never had anything that,
2: that like that. Well,
0: the craziest part was, too, like I'd spoken to, you know, I'd i messaged Michael and his mother and they were like, look, it's not about race for us. We're really, so, you know, they, they also were like, yeah, you know, we just felt like, why are you guys debating our accolade? You know, all that. Right. But then it just takes on this whole nother life. And you're like, what do people like? People want your head like they they yeah. and that's it. And
2: did you feel like any of it was. Famed outrage where people wanted yes, to be mad more yes. than they were actually mad, or they felt like I need to be mad over this less than I'm actually mad over this.
0: Oh, Oh, one thousand yeah. percent, because it came into this. It becomes something like completely, you know. First of all, what drives me nuts, and I am in the media, and this is what drives me bananas about every news outlet. Right, is very few of them do any fact checking. So, Huffington Post, Daily Mail run the story. They never call any of us for a fucking quote ever. Now you know. You know, so they just now this, they never, they just edit splice, do whatever they want. And they don't, and like, I'm like, how, how are you representing yourself as a journalist? You're an entertainer. Like that, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, quite frankly, I think a lot of major news networks do that. They don't really do the fact checking and it's all about, okay, let's just, we need a 4 million clicks on our website. What's the thing that's going to like fire everyone up? Yeah.
2: I had the, after the March for our lives, the gun control March. Okay. I was here in DC and I was interviewing uh, young people that were attending, I was interviewing parents, all sorts of people, and I was asking, "Hey, you know what? What is it that you're advocating for? What are you out here for?" And I found time and time again, people were saying, "Hey, we want to ban assault weapons. That's what we want. We're lobbying Congress to ban assault weapons." Not to get too into the the gun control debate, right? But I went on air, and so they asked me. They said, "Hey, you know what did you find? What What did people want?" I said, "They wanted to ban assault weapons." And they said, "Did Did they know like how they wanted to implement that? What that should look like?" And I said, "No, I think most of the people didn't really know." what an assault weapon was. They didn't really know necessarily right, because, what like, they wanted. And they, they weren't really sure what action they wanted specifically. They just wanted action. And I said that. And I I wasn't it wasn't to denigrate the people at the protests. It was just to say, hey, there was some people that were calling for laws to be passed, but they didn't necessarily know details on what laws they wanted and what
0: happened did you get death threats i
2: did i got now this put together a clip and they're like here's what fox news analysts had to say about the march for our lives and they spliced out like a bunch like three second clips of what i said making it look like i was saying that all these protesters were idiots and these stupid kids and very insensitive looking and if i watched it i'd be like that guy's a tool what a jerk I've and been I'm, there, and so you know, and you yep. get you get uh, you start getting the hate, and it's all these people sending you messages. Is, and... Like,
0: and even I was saying to you, you know, I put about yesterday on Instagram that you're going to be on, right? And I had a couple comments of people like, "Oh, really? You're going to entertain?" And I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I can't wait to write them back later today because. You I just think you have a great sense of humor. I think you're very reasonable. You know, I think you share values with that people would adore, you know, no matter what their background is. Like I was saying to you, you know, I love that you're so close with your family. Huh. I like following that. And you know, it's just like basic things. It's so weird to me that people I don't know go are, are so divisive. Huh. But of course, I blame the Russians. I really do. I think the Russians There it is. (laughs) There's a whole conspiracy, right? (laughs) They're just trying to get under our skin because we're like amazing. But um, all right, look, I got to do two commercials. Then I want to talk to you about campus reform because you do a lot of this going out on the street. And it looks like you're uh, exposing liberal bias. Is that kind of the point?
2: That's a part of the point. But I do
0: have some questions. I've watched a lot of your videos. But it seems like you set people up a little bit.
2: Let's get into it I want to hear the questions
0: So look uh, HelloFresh is a sponsor You need to be subscribing To their weekly food boxes They're amazing I have I got the veggie one They offer plans From classic veggie And family Each box is made up Of fresh Responsibly obtained Ingredients We're all about that Carefully selected From farms And high rated Trusted sources You can get delicious Filling meals Delivered right to your door Every week For less than $10 Per serving And free shipping You won't spend All night in the kitchen Every meal is literally Like 30 minutes it's more time cleaning up than it is to actually, like, make the meal. Love that. Um, and you'll look forward to your HelloFresh delivery, knowing that dinner is super easy every single week. Um, for $30 off your first week, go to HelloFresh backslash HeyFrage and enter the code HeyFrage30. You 100% need to do that. We love HelloFresh. Also, Darkness to Light is a great organization. I am hosting their event June 21st. You need to buy your ticket by going to my Facebook page, which is Sarah Fraser. And it's an evening on the rooftop at Arlington Rooftop Bar and Grill. Now, this organization raises money. 100% of the profits that night are going back to end child sexual abuse. It is such a great cause. They have very difficult conversations. Uh, So you need to be buying your ticket. Come and see me and just help out this amazing, amazing cause and get to know darkness to light. So that's going to be June 21st, Arlington, Virginia. You can go to my Facebook page, which is Sarah Frazier. Go to events. Boom, you'll see it there. Uh, The event doors open at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a really great night And a great fundraiser So okay Cabot Phillips is my guest today I'm loving I haven't even had time to look at Like if you have questions By the way We're live on Facebook We're always live on Facebook Every Monday and Wednesday 12.30pm Eastern Standard Time So if you have questions For Cabot Phillips Who's gone viral I mean basically for your comedy Like you're funny as shit I'll
1: take
0: it You really I'll take it You're super funny So if people want to know About your YouTube success By the way 24 million views Give us a ballpark How much money Do you make because I've got like fucking three hundred thousand yeah. dollars or three hundred thousand views and I've made like one dollar.
2: It has gone the the percentage of the money you make off of a viral YouTube video has really gone down. Yeah,
0: right. it's like I I'm paid more to upload it than So
2: I had a video in college, the first video I ever did, we caught a fish with my friend's hair. We put a hook on his hair, <laughs> put a worm on it, we caught a fish off a dock. It was a stupid thing you do in college. Got like quarter million views, um, and we made like a good amount of money off of it. Are like, you talking
0: like five grand? Like no, 10 grand? You're no. talking more? No, it
2: was less than that. It okay, was, okay. So you're talking you know, like a was, thousand bucks. That's a good amount of money for a, a poor college student. It was like a okay. thousand, two thousand okay. dollars. So when the, the zombie video happened, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to be rich. I'm going to go get a car. <laughs> it, which wasn't the goal. The goal was not to make money. Or no, anything. but the then when was it hit. Have fun. When it hit, and then we started looking at things and we're like, oh man, there's like, you don't make nearly as much money as you used to because YouTube takes a much bigger portion of Yeah, they of take like 75%. The way you make the money. So what we did, we signed a uh, an agreement with a group called Jukin Media, a great media company. And so they basically gave us like an upfront signing bonus. And then from there on out, uh, they would go and find like licensing deals for us. And so they would say, hey, anytime Brilliant. someone needs a video, we'll put your video on the show. They'll give us the money. We get like 75% of it. They get 25%. So it's money we wouldn't have had in the first place, so we didn't feel bad. So
0: you're still getting residuals from that video. and they
2: recoup money too. So if anyone steals your video, which is the worst, I'm sure you've had it happen to you. People steal your videos and upload them themselves. No, my shit's not
0: that good. (laughs) No one's stolen anything Someone goes steal Sarah's videos to make her feel good about herself. No, absolutely. I can't (laughs) wait. But people
2: steal your videos. You can't do anything about it. And you see them on Twitter and Facebook and you're like, that's my my face. Really? And they're profiting off of it, which you don't want to be like a stooge and be like, oh, give me my money. But it is your property. And so they will, yes. they will recoup the money though, because they're a bigger company. They can say, "Hey, you know, you stole this property." That's really and, good. And so, uh, yeah, we randomly will get you know random payments, you know, throughout the. It's been two years now.
0: That is amazing. You now. were on Ellen. That whole yeah. it was great. Ellen,
2: and Milson, of course, got the lion's share of all the money because she's my little sister is the one we put through the most pain. Oh, but but that was great. I think I tried to say, Millicent, look, we got you on the Ellen show. You love Ellen. It's been like a dream of yours. Can't that be your payment? Just let me have the rest of the money, you know? Yeah, we came up we, with the concept. You know, we got you on everything else. And she said, no, I, I want my money. She said, I can I don't blame I demand her. that. That's Give amazing,
0: that. though. That's great. That video was so good. The women here love it, AJ and Leslie. They were, like, watching it numerous times before. So, okay, but now you make other videos with campus reform. Okay, exposing liberal bias, which here's my issue. So, I've like I said, I've watched many of these. But my thing is, like, one of the ones that I watched recently was where you're asking people if – if President Trump deserves a Nobel Prize. Or, um, you know, basically to say, what did um, President Obama win the Nobel Prize from? And yeah. most people could not tell you what it was, right? Correct. But here's my thing. is like, aren't you just basically setting people up? Like, Trump hasn't even done the North Korean deal. So, like, isn't it way cart before the horse? So, the point,
2: for this specific video, and then I'll touch on the broader thought behind the videos. Okay. So, this specific video, um, there was kind of growing... Uh, a growing movement where President Trump, you know, and some of his advisors have been saying, hey, maybe he deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for his diplomacy, for bringing North Korea to the table. And so I'm not personally advocating for saying, hey, let's give the Nobel Peace Prize to, to the president after this. Right. But because it was a national conversation people were having, I thought, let's get let's get opinions on this. And so I have found on, on I've been to probably Almost 100 college campuses in the past two and a half years. OK. And I, I see the same thing over and over. It's the second people hear anything that has to do with Republicans, especially Donald Trump. Right,
0: because some of the other videos you've done is like the, the tax uh, reform. Right? right. And essentially then you reworked it to say, OK, this is from Bernie Sanders, which yeah. people then were all on board.
2: Correct. So I told them the Republican tax plan. I said, hey, this is Bernie Sanders has a new tax plan. What do you think of it? And I just read them the Republican tax plan, some of the the staples of it. Right. And people loved it. They thought, oh, it's great. You know, it it makes sense. It's compassionate. Helps small businesses. And I I told them, But are you taking, like, the
0: parts of that tax? Because people weren't outraged by the entire tax reform. that that Trump wanted. They were outraged by parts of it. So are you taking the kind of the parts that people in general didn't have a problem with and then essentially saying like, look, this is Bernie Sanders?
2: So there was a press release that day from the Republican Party putting out the 10 core tenants of the plan. And so we took like the first, I think it was the first four or five, we just took the first four or five bullet points um, from the plan, kind of the main things that people were talking about from the plan and went out and asked about those. And the main point in the videos yeah, that what we are do. Yeah, what that, are the
0: points? Because so, I'm like, this kind of, look, you're fun. You're like so yeah. talented.
2: So the, the main point of the videos is to get people, hopefully, I want every video to have kind of an aha moment where people realize, hey, like, I have a personal bias that I need to confront in my life. I have, I am, you know, completely biased. In this case, I'm biased against conservative ideas, whatever they may be. And I hold, you know, kind of, right. I, I hold like rage against them. I don't want to, you know, think about them. And I try to get people to, to look at things from a different perspective, to try to get not about making anyone look stupid or, or saying, oh, ha ha, you're ignorant, you don't know this, because you can go on any street corner and say, hey, what's the Sixth Amendment? Oh, you don't know, Americans are stupid, ha, ha ha ha. <laughs> you could, <laughs> I know. but if you wait long really. enough, you can do that. But the point is more of trying to have more of a nuanced discussion of saying, hey, trying to get people to realize, and I've had a lot of great discussions with people after interviewing them where they say, hey, you know what, I guess you're right, like, I guess, you know, I do hold some personal bias. Okay. Other people get very angry in there. So, but th-
0: so, but this is my thing that drives me nuts with whether it's Fox or CNN or, or, you know, or some of the videos that you've done is like, but where's the after, you know, discussion happening? Because you guys write, I've, I think you write some good articles that make people yeah. think, but it's just like, it seems like we're still like all about like bamboozling people.
2: So I try to get as much... The, the ideal thing that happens is I'll film a video, you know, three to four minutes. I wish I could do a 15, 20 minute video, but you, you know how it goes. People, people <laughs> my age, you know, well, I know, I know, I'm trying to do it in something people will watch and people, young people will be entertained and they'll say, oh, and maybe they'll leave the video thinking, huh, like I hadn't thought of it that way. That's interesting. It's quick. It's, you know, it's lighthearted. When it comes to the media perspective, I wish it would be a thing where someone would play the video in its entirety and then we have a, you know, six, seven minute conversation about right. it, about the nuance of it. Usually the only, you know, some shows are bringing on, usually it's Fox and we'll get a quick three to four minute conversation about the video. Um, and I understand, you know, th- that's the way media works. Like people. Yeah, it
0: sucks. I mean, it's I, so I,
2: quick. The news cycle is, is you know. Boom, boom, boom. You can't focus on things for more than a few minutes because attention span of viewers is very short. Well, And was also, just, yeah.
0: And I don't know if you ever, do you ever listen to Pod Save America?
2: I do. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm like. I do.
0: I'm sure you love those guys. but
2: <laughs> they, They're good at their craft. They
0: are good. They right, are. Right? But they did have a point when they were talking about Roseanne. And I, I thought this was interesting because you tweeted after Roseanne had been fired after that latest racial tweet. And you were like, look, I warn people about Roseanne. Oh, you guys. And and so when you say that, you're you're basically saying, look, you knew by following her from the past year or so that she's been tweeting racist things and conspiracy yeah. things, right?
2: You got to look at people's body of work and not just one or two things that go viral. And you're like, hey, this is great. Yes. Like, either I hate this person or I love this person based off of one or two things you see. You got to look at the, the broader context. Roseanne's so, a crazy person. She's been crazy for years. Do
0: you think... Okay, because you know what? ABC got all this praise, right? For essentially, like, firing her or whatever. But yeah. you were... I, and not that you said this, but I think what was what was great about what you were saying is like uh, ABC shouldn't get any praise. Like they knew she yeah. was like this prior. So
2: my, the point I made three or four months ago when they had the first debut and it, it got all the ratings, I said, look,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I saw a lot of my fellow conservatives being like, we did it. We got a conservative in Hollywood. We got someone finally that's going to represent our voice. This is great. And I just said, I said, look, guys, I would caution my fellow conservatives about Saying, oh, this is who we want representing us. Saying, you know, she's someone that you, you know, agree with her values. Like, first off, she's not even really a conservative. She just is politically incorrect, which I think a lot of people associate with <laughs> conservatism. And second off, like, go look at some of the stuff she said. She is a crazy conspiracy theorist. Oh,
0: insane! A lot of 9/11 stuff was she said. an inside job. Yeah, I like, mean, and then uh, you know, I don't even. I didn't really follow the Chelsea Clinton, but she essentially was alleging that Chelsea Clinton is married to someone who George was,
2: Soros, a yeah. family member of his, and that was a big yeah. scheme and plot. To, it's uh, crazy. To over politics. And, and I, I do um, – I just think that a lot of – I understand conservatives feeling like they're underrepresented in Hollywood and in, in film and TV because I do think many times conservatives are represented as kind of, you know, rednecks or hicks or, or racists, whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. many times the mm-hmm. caricature of them that's presented. And so I understand that a lot of conservatives are hungry for content that makes them look like the normal people that the vast majority of them are. But I get worried when people say, I, I do think, and I call this out on social media the day on Twitter saying like, how hip, hypocritical it is for a <laughs> lot of my conservative friends to say every time you know, a celebrity comes out and you know, speaks out in support of you know, something on the left, they say, hey, football players, hey, actors, no one cares about your political beliefs, shut your mouth, like you're a stupid celebrity. And then the second a celebrity says something conservative, those same people say, yeah, woo, like we're going to hold them up. They're conservative now. Like, yeah, this is great. This is our person. Like, you got to be consistent. You can't you say celebrities need to shut their mouth and then support the celebrities just because they agree with you and, you know, on certain issues. I think there's a lot of inconsistencies.
0: So where? Do- you know, where do you find yourself? I don't know if you've watched yet, but I, I, over the weekend I watched For Whom the Bell Tolls, the the John McCain documentary, and and essentially they were just talking about how the Republican Party had a lot of people like John McCain who seemed to go across both sides yeah. and seemed to work with Democrats all the time. and was very close with Joe Biden and yeah. still is. So where do you see yourself fitting in the Republican Party, where it seems like now the party is defined by people like Sarah Palin, like President Trump?
2: I think the the party is evolving. I, I do think it's evolving, and I can't tell how much of it is a generational rift and how much of it is mm-hmm. a uh, philosophical one. Because what
0: do you think? Younger Republicans are are more sensible. Or are I you,
2: think younger you, Republicans just don't value or don't prioritize the same issues that older ones do. Um, okay, I, give us an example. I, like, I think younger conservatives are more of a libertarian strain. For people who don't know what that means, it's more socially liberal and more. Um, fiscally conservative. Okay,
0: you're down with gay marriage. Yeah,
2: and I think a lot of young people, they just look at the issues that impact them on a regular basis, and they right. say, hey, like, gay marriage, that doesn't really have an impact on me. Go marry whoever you want. I think a lot of young conservatives, they just say, right. the things that I care about, I don't want the government in my life. What if I'm trying to try and start a business? I want lower taxes across the board. I want, you know, more individual liberties upheld. I think those are the more issues that could, younger conservatives are going to prioritize. I hope they maintain that as they as they go. You know, forward and begin to take the the party over as you know they become a larger portion of the movement. Um, but no, the, I mean it's undeniable the Republican Party has undergone a transformation as far right. as as who the standard bearers are. If you would have said you know, five years ago, that Donald Trump would be the standard bearer of the Republican Party. I
0: mean, I remember seeing you. We were like, there's no way, there's no way. And you obviously have great insight to the Republican Party with working with Marco Rubio. Everyone's like, and all Republicans hated him. I Uh, mean, does it surprise you, though, that now they all I mean, and maybe that's just what you do in a party. uh, But everybody seems to fall in line.
2: So crazy stat, um, five five 500 days into Trump's presidency, which some people I'm sure it feels a lot longer. And some people probably feels like (laughs) the time has flown by. Uh, 500 days in, and within the Republican Party, I believe it's 88% of Republicans approve of President Trump's, the job he's doing. And that's the second highest in-party approval rating at 500 days in history besides George W. Bush after 9-11. So Mm. how quickly he has gained the support of the party is almost historic. Um, And I think it's two things. One, I do think that people look at You know, the famous, you know, Ronald Reagan line of, hey, is your life better off now than it was four years ago? And I think some people look at, hey, is my is my bank account doing better than it was a few years ago? Is my general life better than it was a few years ago under Obama? And I think a lot of people feel like it is. Right. Number two, I think how much hatred gets thrown at Donald Trump and his supporters has uh, has empowered them and it's made them feel like, hey, guys, us against the world. And I do think that's caused a lot of people to support President Trump on the conservative side where they get tired of perceived bias where they get tired of people, you know, denigrating them because of their beliefs and they think, hey, you know what? Screw you guys. Like I am going to support President Trump because it's kind of countercultural. It's kind of the rebellious yeah. thing to do. And I think that a lot of people get tired of being told that they're stupid or that they're bigoted because of a certain belief and they they begin to feel um, kind of like an us against them mentality. It's not healthy for either side, but I think that's one reason that it's happened.
0: Well, and I think you know what was fascinating to me is you see, you know, like a lot of people are. You know, we're in a bubble, right? You live in New York, but you're from this area. We us live coastal in, elites. Uh, coastal elites. Yes, I never thought. I, I mean, I'm from rural Maine. Like, I never thought I'd be a part of this, but now I am. You know, but I think you you forget like when Roseanne the reboot got like 25 million views. I'm like, holy shit! You know uh-huh. that goes to show you there's a lot uh-huh. of people that. That, you know, relate to that. Oh. And I mean, I don't, I just felt like that show was terrible anyway. Like I, I have
2: never, I'm not going to lie. I've never watched so an entire bad. episode of Roseanne. I just don't really uh. watch TV in the first place. You don't?
0: You're not I, a TV fan at all? I'm
2: not. I, I'm i more of a- Look at you. What do you watch? If I'm going to watch something, um, I try to limit my Netflix intake. Um, I'll oh, let I myself know. watch some Netflix during lunch, like on my lunch break. Yep. Um, and my New Year's resolution was to stop watching Netflix. And I pretty much have done it. I started reading. I I try to do a book a week, so I've been. Look at you.
0: So you read and not a lot of TV consumption. I
2: found out they have these things called uh, book books. I think they're called books, and you apparently just sit down, you open them up, and you read and you learn stuff. (laughs) And I, I don't know. I had not been really keen on them until this year, and now.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I love it.
2: My mom is going to be very ashamed if she finds out that I didn't read. <laughs> no, until she, will, please. she used to make me read books. So
0: when care. are you going to run for office? I think you're going to, you know, you almost have my vote because the, this is the thing. Like, remember the last time I saw you, I was like, you are you were single at the time. I think you're you're seeing somebody now, right? I'm, I'm single now. You're single now? Yeah. Oh my God, this is great news. Well, I was hitting on you. I was saying how hot you are and I was like, you oh. know, we should be the next James Carville and whoever the chickie is married yeah. to. I was oh. like, would you date me? I donate to Planned Parenthood and you were dead fucking serious. And you're like, no.
2: I, well, there were two reasons I wouldn't date you. One, I don't want to date someone completely out of my league because it makes me feel self-conscious. You are so full of It makes crap. me self-conscious. And I'm like, you are whoa, so the whole time I'm wondering, like, oh, is there someone better for her out there? Uh, second <laughs> off, I don't want your boyfriend. What's his name? I forget your boyfriend's name. Dan, he's used to it. I don't, I don't want it. Dan to beat me up. Uh...
0: Um, you know? No, don't worry. He'd probably take you on like at a soccer match or something. All he does okay. is soccer twenty four seven.
2: Soccer. And the third reason I <laughs> oh there's more. The third reason I said <laughs> is I think it's important if you're dating somebody to to be compatible on the main core issues. You do. I do. I think that's important. Really? So for me personally,
0: I guess you know what that's a good that was point. That a big I issue do- for
2: me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're pro-life. I'm pro-life. I, I respect that's a big that. Issue, yeah. I mean, I you know I feel like anyone should have the right to choose, yeah. but I understand for you that yeah.
2: that's it's a that's I don't like the word deal breaker, but it's a deal breaker for me. So we're gonna have to. <laughs> I feel it's drifting apart. Sarah, help! We're the fact well,
0: I didn't realize this, but you're way too young for me too. So that um, that also saved you. Otherwise, I'd get drunk at the end of this, try to make out with you. I don't even care. I would like, ignore prob- this. I would herpy be screaming, "Please
2: help!" But act like <laughs> acting like I didn't you know want anything to happen. <laughs>
0: All right. Look, we got to talk some pop culture. You're too much fun. Uh, by the way, people are on the Facebook live right now. They are asking questions. If you have any questions for Cabot Phillips, he's amazing. You've seen him go viral with the zombie apocalypse uh, fil- uh, video on YouTube. He was on Ellen, campus reform media director. And then, of course, you see him all over MSNBC now, CNN, Fox, Fox News. Get, I know
2: to get people people think you
0: are you really Uh, i think you're very reasonable i like that but don't you find what do you think this is too i think this is why i think it's russia but like i feel like once people see each other in real life everyone has middle ground so what do you think it is do you think we just have like such first world problems in the united states that we don't I, i just i feel like in real life people will never they like they always like you
2: i think it's a combination of a few things one i think on social media you only see a very small portion of someone and it's usually the portion you don't like so on social media you're only going to see you know 140 characters of someone and think okay you reduce that person to those words that you see in a tweet or on Facebook and so it's easy to really form an opinion based on one aspect of their life when you're a person with someone you get to see them as a whole and you realize hey I disagree with this someone you know politically but that's just that's not who they are that's a part of who they are and I can I can view them in a holistic approach and form an opinion on them that way that's why people are nicer in person
0: when are you going to run? I'm going to run as well around that same time. I,
2: I don't trust people who run for office or who just run for fun, like oh, to exercise. Uh, I don't trust uh, those two people. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I am very, uh, I, I actually do get asked that a lot. And I yeah, hope, I, I, think hope I don't get the politician like, vibe. I hope I don't get the politician you vibe. You don't at all. Because I think of like but... sleazy and like slick. Uh, I, I really feel like I'm just so happy doing what I'm doing right now. Getting to like, I get to go to a different college campus. Every Once week. or twice a week. And I get to hold events and, and speak to students about why, you know, free speech and dialogue is so important. I get to I get to go d- to debates and have debates with people and I get to, you know, try and change people's minds. And I think that for me is just the most rewarding thing. That I wouldn't seemed wanna...
0: like a very political uh, answer.
2: I'm in politics. You got to <laughs> you got to do some political answers. This is me changing the subject, too. I have to tell you the story about being in New York City. Yes.
0: What was it? So you, you recently moved there. And then what happened
2: Get this? Sarah has not heard the story, by the way, so this is first time for you. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de okay. Mayo night. Great I'm, night. I'm walking back from, it's 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. I have not had a drink the whole day. The whole day. That's amazing. I was That's with my brother at a, at a rap battle, actually. Because I, I love Oh, rap. We were at a rap battle in a, in a venue. It was awesome. And you
0: and your brother wrote South one?
2: Southside Manhattan, yeah. We for were in,
0: Like each other? Oh, like no, to- we didn't
2: rap. We I have a favorite battle rapper. It's a big thing. And yeah, we battle like,
0: rapping is enormous. Huge
2: and we went and I was like the hype man. I was in the front row like screaming supporting my favorite guy. So it was great.
0: What are you are you Team Pusha or are you Team Drake?
2: I I, I mean if it's who I listen to more, I, I do listen to more Drake, but in this battle, I mean Pusha just destroyed him. I know. Uh, can you believe,
0: can you imagine like outing and, someone's kid? I know. Yeah.
2: And the like other hardcore. thing I heard apparently was that, you know, it's called what a story of Adidon. And that was supposed yes. to be the name of Drake's Adidas line. <laughs> That's coming so now up. anyone who Googles Drake's clothing line, the first thing that comes up is a diss on Drake. So it's like he's screwing up his, his, SEO his money and everything and they're coming for it. Anyways, I'm leaving okay. this rap battle. I'm walking home. I live in 33rd and 3rd, Murray Hill, Manhattan. Not a sketchy area. No, no. no. It's, area. it's a pretty quiet area. pretty quiet area. A lot of finance frat bros and things of that nature. Walking down the street, going back to my apartment, I hear a commotion across the street, me being the good neighbor that I am. I'm on my block. I think, oh, like, maybe someone's in trouble. So I cross the street, but still a distance because I don't want to get in any trouble. Are you kidding me? And I see these four young oh, yeah, ladies yeah. sitting at an outside table and these four guys are walking down the sidewalk and they had been like catcalling these girls. And so one of the women was like, Hey, like, stop talking to us like that. Like, don't talk to my friend like that. Right. They got into a verbal altercation. Everyone was drunk. It was pretty clear. All of them were drunk. I was not drunk. So I'm, you know, watching with that in mind. And one of the guys, the girl, like, calls him a name, and he turns, has a wine bottle and throws it at these women. Really? Misses them, hits the brick wall behind them, and glass just shatters everywhere. People are screaming. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just threw a wine bottle at that woman. So, like, the the waitstaff comes in. They tell everyone to get inside. And one of the women stands up and starts going towards this guy. And he's got, like, these are big guys. She's badass. She starts going towards this guy, and her friends are holding her back. And she, like, breaks free and, like, hits him. Um, Not, you know, it was not hard. Hit him. You know, I'm not saying she should have hit him, but he did throw a wine bottle at her. Yeah, sure. Okay. And her friends. And he rears back and knocks her unconscious. (gasps) What? Just drops her, knocks her unconscious.
0: Oh, my God. Did you cell phone video this?
2: No. Everyone else was videoing. Okay. Holy so, I shit. drop my bag and <gasps> run over and like come up behind him because he's like, you know, kind of like bouncing like he's about to hit somebody else.
0: Okay, this dude clearly must have been on drugs.
2: There were, yeah, they were, I don't know what was going on. And so her friend is like screams and goes to her friend, and her other, the other girl starts like coming towards the guy. And I'm like, he's gonna like knock out this other woman. So, I'm expecting my fellow New Yorkers to jump into action and help protect these damsels Hell in the no. Stress.
0: They're like I, like, run way. up
2: behind the guy and, like, grab him and, like, wrap him up. And I'm, like, pulling him away, trying to make sure he doesn't knock this other woman out. I'm, like, kind of, like, wrestling him back. And all of a sudden, I feel this, like, shooting pain in my back. And I, like, fall to the ground. I hear everyone scream. And everyone's, like, ah! And I fall to the ground. I let the guy go. And I look up. And there's one of his buddies had ran and picked up a metal sign, <gasps> like, that the bars have outside, like, advertise like, drink specials, like, the trifle signs. Had it over his head. Oh
1: my had God!
2: Slammed it into my back. So I fall to the ground. I like look up. He's got over his head again and he swings it a second time.
0: Holy yes. shit! Kevin, you could have been like seriously injured. Horribly
2: injured. So I like jump out of the way, kind of like grazes my arm. People, at that point, everyone's like, call the police, call the police. Like this guy is swinging a metal sign at this innocent bystander.
0: Is that like the last time you're ever going to help out? You're like, I'm done. No,
2: I would do it again in a flash, (laughs) Sarah, because I believe in helping my fellow citizens.
0: So the wine is kicked in. So these
2: four, (laughs) (laughs) my five sips of rose. (laughs) So these, these, these four guys. There's no way. These four guys like run down the street because they hear that we're calling the cops. And these like two guys come out of a pizza place and they're like, they hear everyone yelling, like, hey, like what's going on, guys? These four guys just jump, just knock these other two guys, just punch them, knock them. I don't know if they were unconscious, but just. Wrecked these two guys and then all four guys just like ran down the street, wake of destruction in their path. <laughs> including my back.
0: Terrifying.
2: It was horrible. Holy shit. Yeah. The cops came. I had to send an ambulance and get evaluated and uh Yeah, ass- what
0: happened to the woman? Was she okay? She had like a eventually- big
2: cut on her eye. But she, um, she gained she came to, consciousness. She did come to Oh my god. Um, I hope they had video. It's the cop told me that it was assault with a deadly weapon, so it's a felony because he used a metal.
0: Okay, wait, has there been uh, any follow-up? Have they made any arrests? uh like, would they like i don't know that they would let you know but yeah
2: i gave them my name i didn't want to personally like press charges and get involved on the legal stuff right right you know how it goes well i don't know if you know, how it goes. I, don't no, know. I, <laughs> I don't know how it goes i'm just saying <laughs> I, don't I, know. I, I don't know I, i'm just picturing like me <laughs> no. in court like testifying and, and then give me a look and being like oh yeah we're coming for you outside the courthouse and you'd be like okay and it just was not
0: Damn. wait so. did someone steal your wallet too no, like, no. well
2: I, I was never they just like
0: beat you up
2: they Sucker punched me with a giant metal pole slash sign. Holy
0: shit! Yeah, my
2: back still still kind of hurts. Uh, if I was like playing basketball, yesterday, it was still very like.
0: Wow! Very sore. Welcome to so, New York.
2: Welcome to New York.
0: Yeah, they don't mess around. No,
2: they don't. That I mean, is a
0: change for you from the streets of Virginia.
2: The, the rough streets of Leesburg, Virginia, <laughs> where I grew up.
0: You didn't have any of that. No. Wow. See, the moral:
2: The moral of the story is two things. One, that Cabot Phillips is a hero <laughs> for jumping in action to help his his fellow citizens. There's your
0: campaign. There's there like right your there. campaign story. Yeah.
2: Number two, people really want to see people get hurt because they think it's like great. Everyone was filming. Everyone's like, "Oh, world star, world star." Everyone's like filming. Like they were all excited that people were there was getting, a fight that there was a fight and people were getting like knocked out. And if it was two guys, I don't know. It's just seeing a woman get knocked out. It's like,
0: oh come my on, god, guys, like yeah. Well, this seeing this woman get like totally yeah, clocked and no one jumping indie, in, but
2: it, the, I don't know. I feel like if I was down south and any woman gets touched, there's gonna be like ten guys jumping in to help out oh, i don't want to hate north. on the north i don't want to hate on the north <laughs> i was just raised in the south and i was you know maybe it's a different is
0: leesburg the south now i don't know i grew up
2: in atlanta before leesburg oh
0: you but... did okay well then yeah you're a southerner all right so tell me this have you read this story about the fbi agent who was in the the uh, nightclub over the weekend in denver colorado does a backflip his gun falls to the ground and yes. then discharges
2: i need to know two things first of off what was the song he was dancing to <laughs>
0: Here's the video. We're playing the video on our Facebook Live, by the Easy. way. Um, And so this, okay, by the way, we don't know his status. If he was turned over to an FBI um, sort of point person, but he was not arrested, the person that was struck in the ankle by his gun was taken to the hospital with minor injuries and is just fine. But aren't you supposed to be arrested for that? Look, and the gun goes off. <laughs> what? And then he tucks the gun back into his ass. Like nothing else. And happens. then he puts his hands up. He's like, okay, uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry?
2: To his credit, he is a good dancer before the discharge of a firearm.
0: Okay, so not that you would know this, but here's what we were wondering is, if you're an FBI agent, does that just mean you can carry a gun anywhere? Like, I guess you- Because you're not supposed
2: to carry in a bar. If there's if they serve alcohol, you're not allowed to-
0: Right. So carry. was he allowed to because he was an FBI agent, or he just really wasn't supposed to be carrying a gun?
2: I'm I'm going to wager to say that you're not supposed to carry a gun. My friend, in high school, my friend's dad was an FBI agent. Really? And you're not allowed to have guns on school property- but he would still carry his gun to our baseball games. And I know that if you're – I believe there's a thing – I want to say if Isn't you're – Isn't it
0: anywhere in school grounds? Because I feel like Dan has – they have this policy at in soccer park. Like you can't – there's no weapons. He was
2: allowed. And I, I want to say it was the thing where if you're going to or from work, he was obligated to have the firearm on him.
0: Oh, got it. If okay. he was going
2: to or from. And I guess if he came straight from work. I I want to say that's what it was. I Maybe have some FBI – Staff members. That yeah, listen. who's
0: watching that's on the FBI? Yeah. Well, actually, they're all we listening to We do have a woman anyway, so. that works for the CIA that listens. Really? Yes. So she'll be able to tell us. Okay. Yeah.
2: Does she have she can tell you she works for the CIA? Um, She's not like, oh, I'm a real estate agent. Actually, maybe she wasn't supposed works. to tell
0: me that. <laughs> no, I never, you can't Yeah, tell her name. Me. Here's her name right <laughs> I was here. Actually gonna give out her, I was almost going to give out her first name. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe she wasn't supposed to tell me that, actually. I mean, yeah, we, e- I, I don't know. Oh, my God. You can't tell me anything. Do you
2: ever wonder, like, which FBI agent's reading your text messages? I kind of hope it's Wait, a guy like why this. This are guy they reading cool. your, Why
0: would they be reading my text messages? You know, like
2: the thing where it's like, you know, like, hi, Mr. FBI agent. Like the joke <laughs> that the social media thing, like, oh, there's the government. Well, I do, yeah, our, yeah.
0: And I did read, because yeah. your TV basically is spying on you, right? Can't the NSA basically like oh, yeah. now watch you through your television? Yeah. I do that too, yeah, sometimes. They I do would, talk honestly, to them in the morning. I
2: like to think that my FBI agent would want to hang out with me that he'd be like this guy's pretty cool really? and i would hope that my fbi agent's doing backflips in a club with a firearm on him i think that's that's the guy i want spying on me if, if god it's i
0: don't i'm a freak like i want people like seeing what's going on in my inner house
2: yeah. Please, yeah. We, we should set up a, a hay Phrase permanent webcam in your house. Oh my
0: God, it's a lot of like plucking hairs <laughs> where it shouldn't be growing, like all kinds of shit, yeah. What do I need to do to I'm get I'm always the... like trying to like harass Dan, like get him to do all these sexual things he doesn't want to do. Like, it's...
2: <laughs> How can I get the hay Phrase, uh, the wax treatment you guys do on Instagram that I always see? <laughs> oh, you want to go to Wax get, in yeah, the city, free. Alexandria? Been, yeah. My mom told me my eyebrows are oh, getting you do have, yeah, on like... air, it, that it's like they're too bushy, so- Yeah, they are pretty yeah, bushy, actually. You're supposed it to wants... console me and be like, no, they're fine. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of hair that could take off there. Yeah.
2: So actually, can... you're,
0: you know, one part is actually beginning to almost grow down into your eyelash. Is it? Yeah.
2: Oh man. <laughs> I thought it looked kind of masculine. You know, really added definition to my upper forehead region.
0: Oh my god. So does it surprise you? Kanye West's album went to number one on iTunes. You're, I, I didn't no. know that you were like a rap battle guy.
2: No, it doesn't surprise me at all. This is
0: why uh, people like people are so outraged. Come on. I don't on, think
2: this... people were actually that mad. I think. People were mad enough to let people know I'm mad, but not mad enough to not listen to their favorite rapper. Like, let's remember who we're talking. Kanye is top five most iconic rappers of, of his all generation. Time. I don't know all time, but of his generation for sure. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also every single person's been talking and so like number 1, that doesn't mean everyone liked it. That means everyone listened to it though. That's and true. That's everyone true. probably was thinking, "Hey, like what's the follow-up? Did he address any of the crazy stuff he said?" Like Yeah,
0: a lot of it. He basically said like Kim was almost going to divorce him. Yeah. And now you Wouldn't know Wouldn't leave. It's
2: a great That's my favorite song on the album. I love the <laughs> album. It's a great. You do like it. It's a little mellow for me. I like a little different kind of rap, but I found it very. You did. You liked it. I liked it.
0: Who are some of your favorite rappers, by the way, since you're oh, a rap battle guy? Um,
2: I have some guilty pleasure rappers that I like. Like, okay, I like love you. Meek Mill. Okay. Um, and guilty pleasure in the sense that you know it's a little harder. Like, I can, I just can't relate with a lot of stuff he raps about. You okay, know, like sure, sure. Being in prison, but it's great workout music. Yeah, I love that. I mean, there's some you know bigger guys. I do love some Big Sean, Drake, fun stuff. I listen to rap because it, it's it's upbeat. It puts me in a good mood. Oh, I try not to songs. listen to lyrics too much because some of them can be, you know, a little, you
0: know, a little rough for you, a little rough for me. You're not down with the n word and all that,
2: definitely not. You saw that Kendrick Lamar thing, <laughs> yes, where the woman went on stage.
0: Would that be you? You'd be no, that would not You'd be, be you kidding there. me. I know, I know, I know I much would... better than that. <laughs> me okay? too, me too. I, I would... know much better. than that. I'm like, this poor chick didn't have any clue. Yeah, I know, I know. That was a bad. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. on So, uh, but Kanye did come out and and say that he suffers from mental illness, that he was diagnosed with being bipolar when he was 39. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's, the whole Kanye thing. I
0: I don't know what to make of it either. I know, because then you're like, well, he's bipolar, so how much of it? Then he says that the, like, basically his mental illness did lead him to say, over the weekend, he talked to Big Boy, and he said that being, having his bipolar disorder led him to make the comment about 400 years of slavery was a choice. yeah. So then you're like, well, then what are you going to comment about?
2: Yeah, it's I, I I'm still part of me thinks this is like a big performance art thing he's doing. Oh, that's a good take. Maybe on it. it's if I don't want to get any conspiracies, but I've I read hate some conspiracies.
0: Don't you like? Are you are you into any conspiracies? I really yeah, I, don't I, believe any.
2: I actually, my family on vacation, we hate, we don't we're not a conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy. I know, me at neither. All, but someone, my brother asked me this question. He said, "Hey, if there were one conspiracy," in the world.
0: Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah, oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself and they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula which man, my Mahabi has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu.
2: It had the highest likelihood of being true. Not saying it's true. Okay, okay. But of the popular ones, which okay. one has the highest likelihood of being true? All right, what well, one? For me, I had to put some thought into this again. Not saying it's true, I think the one that has the highest likelihood would probably be the moon landing for me, because okay, all right. Again, I'm not saying it's true, but of the it makes the most sense from the standpoint of yeah, we have there's a big motive for us to fake that. It makes sense why we would try. Um, there is, you know, some geopolitical reasons for it. Yes, it wouldn't be fe- like feasibly, it wouldn't be that difficult to fake it. That's probably the ones. Obviously, we still land on the moon, but of the ones that the big ones. What's yours? Are you on Bigfoot, JFK?
0: No, none of the above. I don't believe you. Got to pick Here's one. The, the, the I most used likely. To believe, I just I, gave mine. I
2: embarrassed myself. I gave mine.
0: I used to believe in so many conspiracy theories, like, and I would, I would spend so many, t- so much time, like, watching it. I tried to even watch, like, this is awful, like the nine eleven one, like, Ooh, all this no. stuff. I know, not, not on right? That train. It's so fucking fake. And then the, I'm trying to think of the one. Um, Okay, I used to believe that Princess Diana was killed by the royal family, like inside uh, job.
2: I wow. Really, I conspiracy theorist I Sarah over here. Okay, but Okay. Here's the deal. Wow. Like I
0: finally, when I did my first true crime podcast all about uh, the Savopolis family and there was uh, so much, that was a big crime uh, here in D.C., right? Uh, and there were so many conspiracy theories and so many rumors out there. And we investigated every single rumor and there was like... There was zero evidence. And finally, I talked to these two really great guys, a retired FBI agent and a retired homicide detective in D.C., and they were like, crime is boring. They were like, if we could tell the public one thing, crime is really fucking boring. Mm. Like, when crime happens in a big way, like the Savopolis murder, it's usually because it's a perfect storm of things that go wrong. But there is no conspiracy. They're like, it doesn't exist. Like, Mm. the chances of it being a conspiracy, being something there, is just like... They're like, why? Like it just yeah. and they're and they're like they had such a great point. They were like, now with social media, people aren't really loyal to their jobs. So what incentive do people have to keep these great big secrets?
2: Yeah. That's a good point.
0: So I was like, ever since then, and they kind of dispelled like every single rumor. I'm like, oh.
2: That right, was that like a conspiracy downer feel we were yeah, kind of wanting there to be like yeah. some.
0: Yeah. I was like, okay. When I went into that, I was clearly like, all right, I'm gonna break this case wide open. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and there was like literally nothing. They were like Yeah, this explains why. Because, Uh. you know, that home was, like, burnt, right? Yeah, I
2: remember. He he ordered Domino's. That's how they called him, right? right?
0: And then the home was torched, right? So they were Uh. basically talking about once a home is burnt, like, because we're we're like, well, where's all the evidence? And there's got to be, like, there's got to be footprints, all this stuff. They're like, do you know what? how much smoke damage does to, like, a, a home in a crime scene? They're like, it's not unreasonable that there's no great big footprints and all these things like smoke inhalation smoke damage is like serious
2: you have some listeners right now who were like okay got it so if I want to commit the perfect crime I just burn wherever I am I
0: know. and then I I'm know. The clear yeah it's Dangerous. so and then people are stupid huh. they like they text message they do all this stuff they delete them and then and they, they think, think that it's gone and yeah. it's not anyway that's yeah. like
2: I thought if I deleted my AIM messages in sixth grade that my mom <laughs> couldn't read them still and wrong fun fact wrong. she could yeah, it was very embarrassing. So
0: you're no like now you're single. Is it? How's it? How, how's life being single in New York? I just, I'm on the
2: road so much. You know, I don't really
0: no dating. I
2: mean, really? you're trying to find a needle in a no. haystack
0: too. By the way, this woman's gonna have all your values. I mean, my God, are... how many things like does she need to have? I bet you've got a long list. You seem like a guy with a list. Good,
2: good Christian girl.
0: <laughs> you have good Christian values. Yes.
2: Gotta uh, gotta be able to. Impress I gotta ask the parents, you about that. By the way, yeah. do you
0: believe in exorcisms?
2: Oh man, I saw that on the list and I was like. Because- I actually, was I was with my roommate when I opened up the list of topics, and he was like, "Man, there's an exorcism topic on there. Man, whatever. What's what kind of stuff's going on?"
0: <laughs> what is the show? I wondered if we were gonna touch
2: on that. I, I'm a Christian. I believe the Bible. I think. Yeah, I, I do think too. I, I personally, I don't know what it looks like. I believe in good and evil. I believe in God, and yeah, I believe that there is Satan, and I don't know what form that looks like when it comes to like exorcisms. I think the movies like sensationalize everything. I don't know what it looks like. I, well, I'm not going to come out and say I don't believe it. That's what I'm saying. The story
0: basically says a professor with 25 years experience in private psychiatric practice now says that uh, exorcisms are on the rise, and the number of cases of demonic possession and the demands for priests to carry out exorcism is, according to multiple sources, soaring. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? You think, do you think it's real, or do you think that—
2: I first of all, I'm not Catholic so I don't know the whole process of I know an the exorcism. Catholic Church has like a very official like by the books like here's the process here are the things we read I don't I'm not I'm not gonna I don't have an opinion on the, the way the Catholic Church handles it I, I personally I do think that there you can be possessed by demons whatever you want to call it. Because that's in the Bible. I, gotta go. I believe I gotta the Bible. See this.
0: i got to go to one. We I wouldn't fool around live. with it. You wouldn't have one? No, like, I wouldn't fool around show, with it. I was like saying to the women, no, not both women around with it. on the show are very Catholic. I was raised Catholic. But I'm try- I'm yeah. actually looking for like a new church. So I'm going to like different yeah. churches. And so I'm, I'm like trying to find something else that like really moves me. But yeah. I feel like I'm such a millennial. Like you got to have like the band and you got to have various images. We got to be able to tweet during it. You know, it's like, yeah. crazy. Like so anyway, I haven't found one yet. But you would You would
2: bring someone in here who. Yes. Was, thought they were possessed. to
0: go. Yes, 1,000%. But the women were like, uh, would you be done? Would you be out of the show? I oh, don't would... know.
1: Hell to the no. I was, Thank you. You I won't stay? Out. No, Sarah, that's so scary. You don't mess Leslie- around with that stuff. Leslie's actually Christian, so I wanted to get her. Uh, she's okay, also you won't stay yeah. for the exorcism. I'm going to have to run the whole yeah. show by myself. Sarah, hell yeah. Run yeah. the boards, run the yeah. sounders. I'd be out of here. I... If you you go
2: digging for that stuff, it's gonna find you.
1: Like the spirit, the spirit will leave the person that's possessed and then enter your body, Sarah.
2: I don't know how all that. uh,
1: You think that
0: you think if we had an exorcism, that the demons then gonna come into like my possess? Like why?
2: Why? But that would mean like you're very desirable. You know, (laughs) this is like a fun life.
1: Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, they go into uh, people that are like no. able to talk to people that and demon will see in my psych- body ha- one Psycho. night
0: i go to bed at eight fucking 30 it'll be like all right i'm out of here
2: i i wouldn't mess around with it this is my really uh, professional and right. personal and spiritual advice to you all right look i'm wait. your new spiritual advisor <laughs> and i'm telling you as someone that believes in this and <laughs> has heard some stories My god no
0: what are those movies where the people get hit on the head and then they wake up like that amy schumer one see i'm liberal and then i'll hang out with you i'll hit my head and then wake suddenly up I'll conservative ha- yes <laughs>
2: I don't want to hit your head. As someone that's been assaulted recently, I know how horrible it is, so I'm not going to do that to you, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'll be like my luck. All right, look, we do a thing at the end of the show called Pineapple Mail okay where we read viewers like email us all the time it's Sarah at HeyFrage.com Sarah with an H you can write anything maybe you're possessed by demons obviously um, don't
2: send us emails if that's the case go get help sticking
0: around. don't uh, mess so around with us we have two commercials that we have to hit before we do that so Misty Blue Boutique we have a great partnership going on with a female local owned business owner in Maryland she has amazing clothes accessories you can go to MistyBlueBF.com and use the code Phrase to get 15% off all her clothing all my OOTDs that you see every single day are on there you need to check them out a lot of people were commenting so you know I share my weight loss journey on oh. on Instagram all the time so um when I uh, several years ago I was a lot heavier I weighed 190 pounds at my large I had a lot of food issues and then I talk about my mindful eating, mindful eating I was about to say yes that's what I'm you obsessed call it. I've seen it, yeah. yeah which basically is like you just like trust your body to know what it wants to eat, which is really hard. You never had like food issues probably. I do
2: stomach full eating instead of mindful eating where I just fill my stomach. Oh, you do. No, I've been, ever since college, I have started to try to eat healthier. Yeah. Because the second you stop being active every day, it just, you know, I'm sure a lot of your 20 something listeners can relate where it's like that transition from, oh, I can eat whatever I want and stay thin. And now you're. I know. uh,
0: Um, Mindful eating So anyway I I wrote a uh, I do a newsletter It's twice a a month Actually And so if you want To sign up for that A lot of people Thought I was going To talk about My mindful eating And weight loss Journey on the podcast Which I have before But I'm not going To talk about it today If you want The newsletter Where I basically Share my tips I have a lot of Girlfriends who talk About how they Constantly think about Food and dieting All the time Which I did for years Um, You can sign up For my newsletter hayphrase.com. So check that out And then we have to Welcome our newest Sponsor to the show Jessica Claros, who is in Silver Spring, Maryland. She's a farmer's insurance rep. She sells auto, renters, life insurance. You're, like, way too young for that, um, Cabot. You don't even need that yet. Life but like- insurance again? Yeah. <laughs> You know exactly what it is. But, you know, when you get to my age, which is 32, you need short-term and long-term um, disability. And my, I have a new life insurance policy as well.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thanks. You're I'm walking be, around with this like, like a new yeah,
2: piece, new yeah, ease of mind? Yes,
0: I am. Well, no, actually. I think, like, Dan will probably murder me for the money. I'll be on 48 Hours. I'll do but... a
2: podcast investigating it if he does. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of be, it. Like,
0: yeah, okay. Well, good. Well, and then t- I take back all that conspiracy shit that I denied because, yeah, he probably did it. No, I but I can't say that. I have a lot of crazy listeners. You have to. You'll have to investigate some many people. I have some phrasiacs that also want me dead. So who knows? It's a long list. Uh, but you need to see her. She is unbelievable. Jessica Claros. You can go to agents.farmers.com/silverspring. She'll be there. Or uh, we're also going to put her information up at heyphrase.com. You can call her phone number in Silver Spring three zero one. 2731133 she's got all your ho- uh, home auto renters life anything you want and she really deals with Maryland so she specializes in that okay pineapple mail we need you to weigh in oh my god you probably got to get out of here no i'm good okay uh so let's start with um this one. this woman who is a supporter of the podcast so a couple weeks ago all right you you're definitely, you don't have a kid, right? No, I don't. Okay, we were talking about basically that it's completely fine if your partner wants to try your breast milk. And I know you're Ooh, like-
2: <laughs> Who is we? You said we determined? Who is we? I don't want to be lumped in with we here.
0: I have like, my eye keeps watering and I'm just like, I can't stop laughing at you. Um, Well, we did, no, it was a story. It was like a mommy blog that basically said, it's not weird that your partner wants to try your breast milk. Like it's totally acceptable.
2: I, like, having you, like, never <laughs> had a kid, I don't know. Maybe have you, you have a kid, a and you're like, "With
0: a kid, do you ever date? No, no, never. not
2: that I know of. Is that on
0: your list? That's probably no. not. You don't want anyone's kids, right? Like, I,
2: I mean, I'm not like inherently opposed to it, but I it's not what I look for necessarily. Until
0: like ten more years when life hits you, and then I'm going to be fifty and rich, and then like, well, i hopefully you're not divorced, but like yeah. maybe you're going through a rough patch. I'll just take advantage of you.
2: Yeah, we do. We need to <laughs> sign like a contract where if I'm a certain age, you're a certain age, we just get married.
0: Uh, yeah, but I'll be really old. Well, not that I'm, old. I I'm, mean, well, 32 but and it's 24. For the, I'm doing it for
2: the money, though. It's not about the love for me. Maybe—hold on. Maybe if I have a kid, though, I and just like like my wife is like, nursing the kid, then I, it would be would like— Would you want
0: to try your breast milk? No, I,
2: wouldn't, I would not. But I'm saying maybe some chemical thing happens when you become a father, and you're like— I wanna be closer to my wife in this way. I don't think that's a thing. But I think this, it's gross.
0: Okay, this woman, Allie, writes to us and she says, Hey, I'm a mom of three. I have so many comments on your recent podcast episode about your breastfeeding segment. I'm nursing my three day old baby still. Tell AJ's mom, not a drip of formula. AJ's mom basically is is a woman who like believes you should only be breastfeeding your kid. Till no. they're like nine. Right. <laughs> like till they can make eye contact with you <laughs> and like lift up your top. So fucking creepy. I know. I know. But I'd have that woman on the show, too. Like, come breastfeed your 7-year-old live on our podcast. What do we care?
2: I care.
1: (laughs) I care, too. (laughs) Don't allow it. You guys aren't here for half
0: the shows. She says, I'm totally available for comments on breastfeeding and my experience, but I recommend getting a lactation consultant on the show as well. She also goes on to say that I will bring in my breast milk, and I'd be happy to make you guys a breast milk smoothie so you could try my unique (laughs) experience. Uh, She says that um, I keep my husband pretty much off limits with my breast milk while I'm breastfeeding because I mentally have to deal with so many things. And it does seem like some sort of sexual fetish that my husband would would be uh, interested in tasting my breast milk. But she's like, let me know. I can bring you guys a sample if you would like to taste. Ha ha ha. I've got a frozen stash. I'm dying to know how many emails that you get on this subject. We've gotten several. Uh, from women that basically think it is totally fine to want to try your own breast milk or that your partner does.
2: How much breast milk is this woman producing? If there's enough for samples and for <laughs> for little smoothies and frozen Wait, sections. AJ,
0: so I said, I don't know. I don't know if I could really, like, I, I don't know. The more I'm going along and I'm partly a vegan, so now I'm having a really hard time, like, does eating. Does breast milk
2: count as not being vegan?
0: Oh, that's a good question. No, I think it is vegan, right? It's still
2: dairy, I guess. I don't know.
0: But so I was like, I don't know. Could I drink another woman's breast milk? But AJ, you said that you would be willing to try her breast milk smoothie that she wants to make for us. Yeah, I'll try it. You will? You will? I think it would taste
1: perfectly
2: normal, probably.
1: In a smoothie, too, you're not going to taste anything. It's gonna taste like a yummy smoothie, just with her. going to use the
2: word "yummy" when we talk about other people's breast milk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Okay. All right,
0: then turn. you know what? We're gonna have her on. Email Ally back. We're gonna have her on and tell her to make a breast milk smoothie.
1: I'm on it. What's the flavor? We want like a strawberry banana.
2: No, it's strictly breast milk flavors. I
0: think you don't. You think you got to try like the real breast milk? You got to like get.
2: Okay, the flavor. if you're trying the smoothie, you need to be bold enough just to take a shot. Do it, AJ. All do right. It. If
1: if if shots are involved, then I'm in. And
2: just don't do it when she's in the room because that'd be weird. But Just like, like I stare at her yeah. in her eyes <laughs> yeah.
1: and sip her breast milk.
2: <laughs> I've never heard the word <laughs> sip associated with breast milk. Like, I can't I wait. I was nursing my baby and she was sipping all, right. all my breast
0: You know what? If I've had a glass of wine, I'll try it.
2: One yeah. glass will get you to try yes, bre- What will four glasses, dude. Oh my her? god, are you are kidding? kidding? Okay oh, one glass gets her down to try two glasses, uh
1: takes her. I'll be off. like
0: chasing you around trying to like either have sex with you or like give you some uh, sign of
2: exorcism. Let's That'd keep be crazy. The, <laughs> let's lock the wine down in there and get me out of here as soon
0: as possible. <laughs> Oh, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Second, Second email. email. Second email. Uh, this is from a girl that I went to high school with. I always joke about, and on the past in this podcast, people give me a hard time. They think I have a lot of facial hair. And I always deny it on this podcast. I say, I don't, do you think I have a mustache, Cabot? Do you see any mustache? Yeah, look closely. Mm.
2: I don't. Can't can, well, can confirm. Well, that seemed like you really no had to hesitate.
0: Anyway, well, then my friend Hannah from high school says, look, I was cleaning out some piles in my attic today, and I found this picture. Looks like you used to love Nair on your eyebrows and your upper lip. What the
2: fuck? What is Nair?
0: Nair is a hair remover, like a cheap hair-removing lotion that you buy at CVS. It stings like hell. Really? And, like, you put it on for hair removal. And I have been telling people that I was not that hairy, but she sent me this, and this makes it look like I am hairy as hell.
2: Looks like you kind of have like a white mustache here.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's the nair that you oh. leave on for like five minutes, and then you wipe it off, and it oh. wipes up all your hair. Oh,
2: okay. That are you wearing like a like a culinary shirt, like a chef shirt? <laughs> that's kind of what it looks yes. like.
0: And I'm also are you like an aspiring chef. Yes. And there I was. That was when I was trying to be like Mario Batali. Oh,
2: and it's under your eyebrows too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I just thought it was like a just like a
0: no. So, really Hannah, patch. thank you so much. And now that confirms that I guess I was apparently Harriet when I was like 14. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, last uh, email. And again, you can always email Sarah at HeyFrage.com with any of your comments, questions for the show. Uh, this woman says, her name is also Sarah. She says, I'm a huge fan and I loved hearing you for the first time on the Mike O'Mara show. What podcast do you listen to, Cabot? By the way, you podcast big guy, podcast I'm not a bi- guy? I'm
2: not a big podcast guy, to be honest. HeyFrage, of course. but
0: The best one, clearly. I'm
2: not a huge podcast guy. Actually, no, I'm not going <laughs> like, to.
0: What? Who were you going to say that you like?
2: I don't want to advertise other people's podcasts on your podcast.
0: I don't care. Podcast. What do I care? It's the podcasting community all about. I did
2: listen to This American Life on NPR Oh, for there a bit, you go. And they actually did a segment on myself and a few other people recently, and it was the coolest thing. It was the trippiest thing Wait, ever. Wait,
0: was it kind to you or was it? Was it,
2: it... Really? it was very kind. Really? It was honestly very
0: cool. Oh my God, you got to promote that. You're on it. What was the episode called? Do you remember? It was
2: called My Effing First Amendment.
0: Really? BFF all right, now i got to listen.
2: Actually,
0: yeah. Were you on? Did you do an interview?
2: I did, yeah. They, uh, they followed us around at work all day, and it was cool. All right, now I'm going to listen they, they, they did very fair. Great. It was good reporting. It was cool.
0: That's amazing. That doesn't really happen in journalism. Anymore. So that's pretty good. Uh, She says, I see how supportive you are to other women. And I also noticed that you're a vegan or at least a part time one. I've been a vegan for almost 17 years and I support a group called Compassion Over Killing, which promotes veganism and plans the huge DC Veg Fest every year. Have you ever considered having Erica Meyer on your show? She's the president of Compassion Over Killing, one of the only women led animal advocacy groups. Oh, I had no idea. You may also see her work on the news um, as C.O.K. She sometimes does cooking demos. Um, Since you do Facebook Live, it might be really cool to have her on. Also, lastly, I listened to the episode that you had of the two African-American women about your comments about Michael Brown, who got into 20 colleges. I think these conversations about race are so important. As a white person, I've done a lot of work to learn about uh, and how to talk about recognizing my own white privilege. I read a book called Waking Up White, which was Tremendously eye-opening and helpful. I wanted to recommend it to you and any listeners. So there you go. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to read that.
2: What's the, the Veggie Fest in veg D.C.? Veg Fest,
0: D.C., yeah. It
2: sounds like smoking a lot of weed. If I first heard it, that's what I would expect. <laughs> I would expect there was like a, a marijuana thing in D.C. And
0: oh, that sounds good. Oh, my fest. God. Yeah. Are you a big weed smoker? I'm, uh, that I'm sounds- not,
2: actually. Really? Not. No, I
0: know. You're like I'm so. Like, I know.
2: I'm a good boy. I'm also like, you know, I don't know why we're throwing people in jail first.
0: Oh, good. See, that's another reason I would yeah. vote for you. It's so crazy. Why is le- weed at all and, illegal? Like, it's so nice. Like in
2: New York City, they just passed a thing where they're not—they're going to stop um, prosecuting people for smoking weed in public. Good. And it's so fucking what bananas. I'm saying. Are we going to like release all the people that we threw in jail when it was illegal? Yes. Like, we should. Why Great should we point. have people in jail for doing something that's that's legal now?
0: Oh, my God. You know what? I like you so much. I think you're great. I think you really are the future. Uh, You know, I want to be doing, like, this Howard Stern show where people are, like, getting naked and having exorcisms. But seriously, when you are, like, president, will you still come on? You probably won't.
2: I will only do it if you are not drinking breast milk or having (laughs) exorcisms in here.
0: All right, we'll send your staff, like, the content before, but I yeah, really we'll think the- you're exciting. And <laughs> when, what do you, by the way, do you think Trump is going to run for re-election, or will you come back on here in another year or so and tell us who we should be Oh, he's running for? for
2: re-election, for sure. <gasps> and I'm just saying, uh if he, if, and I'm not saying one way or the other, but if things keep going the way they're going now, uh, he's going to win again. I mean... <gasps> oh, my God, the, don't even say No, it. I mean, I think... The, the the media is doing nothing to to
0: right. They just focus on him. him,
2: and and the more they focus on him, the more <gasps> it makes his supporters be you know energized, energized tell their and, neighbors. And I think people get tired of yeah, and and, and also uh, not to get into politics. To the end.
0: Oh, no, I love it. Do you want to end the show with chanting locker up or how do you feel like we should no. end? No, <laughs>
2: I, I never chant locker <laughs> up for the just I'm just
0: kidding. I know. I, know. We were doing, I know. We had like
2: a 30 minute non political span, then I, I just like reverted back to it. We're like, no, abort, abort, abort. Get out.
0: No, I love it. I love to hear your thoughts because you work in it. And like I said, I, from the moment I met you, I thought you were very reasonable. And I think, you know, I don't know how we kind of got on this path of uh, like, but I think it's generational. I really do. I think it's generational. I think you have an older generation in this country that, you know, whatever. I don't know if it's nostalgia or if it's fear, but they do not want to see a racially diverse America that's young and, like you said, liberal on social yeah. issues.
2: And just to cl- my thirty-second closing. Yeah, case, you know, yeah, on the of course. Please, the we can side. talk for like two hours. When it, when but- it comes to to Trump, um, I was not initially supportive. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and so I still, I don't consider myself a a Trump advocate. I consider myself a conservative principles advocate. So right. if, if he does something that falls into the ideology that I adhere to, I'm going to support him. I'm going to cheer him on. I'm going to say, hey, you did a great job on this. I think his tax reform bill was great. I think it was good. I supported him on it. Um, if if he does things that I think are positive, I'm going to cheer him on as an advocate. If he does things that don't fall in line there, I'm going to call him out. I think I have a duty to do that. I'm going to, if, you know, his response to Charlottesville was horrible. So I called him out on it. I thought right. his, the way that he's handled some of the immigration stuff being a little, unreasonable call it out on it um but i do think that we need more people that are not to say oh i'm uh, here's how to do it but right. i think as americans we should not just form our opinions based on who is putting forward the ideas form your own opinions you know gather no. gather different sides form your own opinion and i love that But support you know people that, su- that support it and then oppose them when they do be consistent
0: drives me nuts though like what you realize as an adult though is like doing your own research is so fucking time consuming and that's why like I don't blame Americans because it's hard like if you live in a rural part of this country you're just trying to live paycheck to paycheck you have two or three kids like you have mental struggles, life struggles, you know? And then it's like to try to go and do your own research about political parties. You don't know who to trust. It's, it's really, really, really hard. Um, it is, yeah, it's but... really hard. But that's why I like people like you because like I like to set it and forget it. Like, so I would trust you to make good decisions.
2: Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: This is, it this was is, like, and I watched Obama's the final year, So you don't watch like Netflix anymore, but that was so good too. I was like, you know what? For whatever you think of Obama, like that team seemed like really competent. They seemed competent. They seemed I would trust them. Like they seemed like they had people's. They were trying, you know, to to make the world a better place. But it's okay. What? You, no, no. no I you know I you're just, not a fan. Not like,
2: a, not an Obama fan personally, but really. No, I think. Um, I, there are a few things that I that I support him on. I think he was a great father. I think he was a great example of. <laughs>
0: that's like the one a great father. No, I,
2: I think he's a great example of like. <laughs> that's like I think that's he like has. That's like
0: me He would be like saying about my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, she shows up on time. Like no,
2: what? I'm saying there are things as a conservative that I look at him and I think we should try to emulate. I <laughs> oh think he God, was. Me up. I think he had integrity in many ways but i i think that he policy did a wise lot, yeah policy wise and i also think he did a lot to divide the country and then he pulled back and was like oh why is everything getting so divisive even though i think he did
0: Okay, I do want... you got to come back, though, because I want to talk to you all about Russia. I'm very nervous. I do think... You are, like,
2: the most concerned about Russia of anyone I've ever met. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know why, but I've just been hearing a lot lately, and it seems like they're trying to disrupt us through social media. And because I I truly believe, like, we are... This is the greatest country of all time, ever. I'm very patriotic. I love America so much. I love Americans. I love that you can go to any part of this country, like, and if you have a decent personality, like, people open their doors. And Americans are the most generous human beings you'll ever meet. Like, we give more... charity
2: per capita than any country in history and
0: it happens in every neighborhood in this country. like your kid has cancer everybody in america fucking rally like yeah. it's just so i get so moved by how patriotic we are but i do feel like we are so great that we we have a lot of people that don't want to see us continue yeah. to be great and i i feel like vladimir putin is one of them
2: oh i'm i'm Putin is a so thug. He's a thug. I know. I, I, I'm interested. I don't know how
0: you, I don't know what you do to like defeat yeah, that. I, don't,
2: I mean, he's a, he's a murderer and he's a authoritarian. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I personally am not worried on a daily basis about being infiltrated by okay. Russia.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I'll.
2: They did make an effort though. And you can't deny that. They did try to play yeah. a role in things. So I will, I'm, I'll come back on anytime you want me to talk about all this.
0: Okay. Oh my God. All right. Just uh... not
2: <laughs> Or breast milk.
0: Okay. That one we'll skip. We're gonna have a dating show. We're gonna have like a bunch of conservative women in here and see like what you think.
2: And they don't have to just be conservative. I'm just saying there are some issues for me. gonna be
0: like someone with like liberal. There's no way.
2: Maybe a good libertarian woman out there. (laughs) (laughs) Libertarian. Conservatarian.
0: Yeah, that's what you need. All right, the iPad died, so you guys gotta play (laughs) us out with music. And you know, like uh, we we have no music. Anyway, Kevin Phillips, you're amazing. Um, Where do people find you? Where do people follow you? You are great. I I really do. I think, and you're very, comedy-wise, you're really good. Your, your campus reform videos I like. Sometimes then I feel like you're bamboozling people. That irritates me. So why don't you come interview me? Live? Let's do it. Okay, I'm I in. want to be on one of the videos. You guys
2: can't see it, but Sarah, you may not be able to see if the, I don't know, the camera quality, but Sarah has a single tear that's rolling down her eye right now. <laughs> I'm taking it as A, she's laughing herself to death. B, she's sad the interview's coming to an end.
0: All of the above.
2: C, I'm taking that as an invitation back.
0: When can I be on campus reform? I want to go out with you. Inter- I, you do inter- woman
2: on the street videos yes i see you doing the dc I know, lotto I stuff know. and, and
0: I'm, I'm well versed like let's do one um joint, joint yeah video. let's do a joint one where we just go road let's
2: find a topic i usually it, summertime is a little bit of downtime because no one's on campus it sounds
0: like you're giving me the runaround of your schedule if i was giving you the <laughs> runaround
2: you would not know i was giving you the runaround <laughs> i would be much smoother about giving you the runaround okay. you would look okay. up and i would be gone okay well let's figure all something right, out. all right yeah seriously i want to go
0: i'm really yeah because i want to debate these people
2: well, because you would seem probably to find the you.
0: dumbest ones. I'm like, okay, I do know not, We're going to find some smart for people. For the record,
2: we end up, a lot of our videos, I, will, I won't publish them if if the findings are inconclusive. Really? Yeah. So if I have an idea about a video and I think, I have a feeling that students will go this way or the other, and I go out and start filming and it's like 50-50 split, I'm not going to edit out 50% of people and then publish the other 50% and say, hey, here's what these students thought. I'll just... Crash the video and go film the next week. Okay. Or, okay. Uh, I, I, there's, I've there's i never had to take a video down because I have never selectively edited anyone. If I was selectively editing people, yeah, they would no, be knocking I, on my door saying, hey, take this video down. Oh, yeah. Or,
0: now this would be all over you. Yeah. I've
2: yeah. never had to take a video down. I'm very proud of that. Don't uh, worry. Well, uh, I can't I, I would, wait
0: till you make Occupy Democrats again. It'll be a race uh, between
2: us. I'm in. <laughs>
0: I'm not. It'd be a race. Please, but... I say way dumber things. I'm concerned. I'll be on there next week for. I talk so much shit. I tell people this all the time. I talk so much shit about people. I love gossip. It's terrible. Like my favorite pastime. Yeah. Especially with, like...
2: with you and Paul, with how much <laughs> we
0: talk, so how much
2: Paul does the gossip too. I'm. Mean.
0: We do. All we do. Yeah.
2: yeah. And if anyone, if any listeners out there have access to a private jet, we were just saying how jealous we were of, of Paul Horton for getting to ride around. I can't a believe. Jet.
0: I know. So if anyone Seriously. wants
2: to lend the services of a, of a PJ,
0: yes. Yeah
2: uh, We'll go to Let's do
0: a campus reform video On a private jet How Turks. bougie is that We'll
2: do a Yeah we'll do a hey phrase From Turks and Kids. Alright
0: no problem We're in go. Okay you guys Bye everybody Be sure to follow Cabot Phillips He is amazing Thank you so much For being honest And just so cool And great on this And I just I'm excited to watch Your career in life Because I think You're really great So um, we'll see you soon Thanks Bye guys Bye everybody
2: Yay! Woo Woo <laughs> Bye everybody